Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and people of all genders, because we do not discriminate, to our podcast series, The Textual Intellectuals, on this fine Wednesday afternoon in this fine Wendy's restaurant. We will be on episode number 78 of our series, and we will be covering all three parts of Franz, Franz Kafka's hit 1915 novel, The Metamorphosis. Today, me and Tyler will be joined by our two guests. Um, as you guys already know, there are many ways to spell the name Michaela. The way you spell mine is going to start off with a cheer. So, give me an M. M. Give me an I. I. Give me a... K. Hey. <laughs> give me an A. Hey. I think we should have this one. Give. Give me an A. Hey. Give me a Y. Y. Give me an L. L. Give me an A. A. Woo! Uh, I have one final guest with... (laughs) (laughs) I'm Christian. (laughs) Now each person will have 45 seconds to explain the context of their chapter, starting with Christian, who will be explaining chapter one. Okay, Christian, three, two, one, go. Okay, Gregor Sampson wakes up as a bug in his bed. He has no clue what's going on, but he wants to fulfill his daily role as going to work. So, he tries to get up and fails many times. His family starts getting really concerned about him. And his boss comes to his house and tries to see what's going on. You picked the wrong house, fool! Hey, hey, big smoke! It's me, Carl! Chill, chill! He finally gets outside of the door. But he scares off the boss, which is really bad, because he's not able to go to work to provide the family with money, which is his role. And he also scared off his family, so they forced him back into the bedroom where he got a deep gash into his side. Okay, time's up, Christian. That was a real close one. Good job, bud. Okay, Michaela, now summarize chapter two. In the beginning of chapter two, Gregor begins to notice that his family act really strange. Um, The only thing that he notices is that they act really weird around him by moving things, acting suspicious. Um, His family doesn't really make any noise in the house. But one thing that he does seem to notice is that his sister is compassionate towards him and feeds him. Um, but unfortunately, at the end of the chapter, his father hits him with an apple. Time's up. That one was even closer to the deadline than Christian's was. What an absolute race. Okay, Ryan, for the final chapter, we need an absolute banger summary from you. Okay, let's go. You're the last one. Complete the mission. In the beginning of chapter 3, we see Gregor still with the apple implanted in his back that his father threw at him. Why are you bullying me? Uh, throughout this time, his sister and family, uh, they adopt, adopt three tenants, uh, to bring into the house to it's free real estate. make some more money, uh, and which, which leads Gregor to being sort of isolated even more than he is. Uh, the family doesn't really want to be, be with him, and then, uh, his sister stops taking care of him, sort of forgets about him due to their new jobs. And then the family becomes detached and Gregor starts to be really depressed. He stops eating and eventually he just kind of falls down and dies in the end. And his family uh, sort of moves on as if he wasn't there. So that sums up the quick summaries of each chapter. And now we will be going further into depth on the theme of burden and how it's seen in each chapter. Okay, Christian, why don't you explain to us how the theme of burden can be seen throughout the first chapter of The Metamorphosis by Franz Kafka. Okay, in the first chapter, 
Burnin is seen in how Gregor's family is solely dependent on him, depending on his income to support themselves, which puts a great burden on him. This can be seen in Gregor when he first comes to the realization that he's an insect. Due to how he focuses more on getting the bag for his family than he does on fixing his own personal dilemma. His family is unable to support themselves because of this, which is a burden on them all. And he's also a burden to his manager because his manager doesn't have him because he's an insect now. And because he turns into an insect, he also gets his maid get kicked out, which is a burden to the family. Okay, Christian, that was an absolutely incredible job. Blew my socks off, knocked me out of the water. That was just insane choice of vocabulary. Such high demonstration of reading level and capability to demonstrate your reading capabilities. Uh, if I may say so myself, that was just absolutely flabbertastic. And now, if I may, I would like to introduce Michaela for her thematic review. In the second chapter, however, we see the opposition of how Gregor turns into a bug that cannot support himself in any way, shape, or form. While his family has to do everything for him, including even feeding him, we see the effects of the burden Gregor puts on his family when his father finally, sadly, attacks Gregor. Because of this, Gregor has to adapt to the extremely negative mindset of his life and overall depressive life um let's see gregor then begins to feel like a burden on his family because of this great job michaela woo okay here comes my boy ryan otherwise known as in the streets or on his soundcloud at double young g gangsta boy he will be explaining the theme of burden throughout chapter three in chapter 3 of the metamorphosis, the theme of burden is seen as the effects of having and being a burden uh, are shown by uh, Kafka. The family has to adapt to their new lives without their son who provided for them. After the burden switches off to his family, it goes back to him in the end. This burden is different though because instead of being a burden of having to provide uh, for his family, it's the burden of his guilt. Gregor having his burden taken away from him feels responsible, putting a new different burden on himself. Now, we will be using Lectio Critica, which is an ancient, detailed, intense analytical process, which uses four significant stages of analysis, which include... The four stages of this process are narrative context, which means what is happening, literally. The next stage is allegory. That's basically asking what figurative language is present, and what is implied by the author. The third stage is contemplation, which is where you connect the quote or its meaning to your life. In the final stage of this intense analytic process is invitation, which basically, fuck me. The quote, I will not utter my brother's name in front of this monster, and thus I say only that we must try to get rid of it, Spoken by Greta in chapter 3 of The Metamorphosis portrays how in this scene and throughout the entire book, Dan the family has been dealing with Gregor as an insect for a while now, and they're trying to justify the end of the insect's life because it has no personal value to them anymore and they do not feel as though Gregor is still with them. 
This quote allows the reader to realize the true amount of pressure put on Gregor's family due to their lack of time to react to this situation, having to adapt to having no income whatsoever, and also having a giant bug living with them, of which they cannot comprehend whatsoever and have no way of understanding if it can understand them either. The author's word choice implies not only the confusion, but also the anger of Greta towards not only the bug, but also the situation in general, of which she feels utterly powerless and how she cannot support her family. The tone of the author, which is complete frustration and exasperation, is important due to how continual pressure is sacked upon the Samsas, of whom still have little control over their situation. What can be seen as underlying in this quote is how Greta wants the bug to be gone, regardless of whether or not Gregor is still somehow present in it, because their family cannot go anywhere but downwards until the massive insect is gone, which can be seen in whenever the lodgers come in and they just immediately leave, and how when Gregor loses his job and no income is being brought to them whatsoever. Uh, now Michaela will explain the allegory of this quote. This quote implies the inner tension the family deals with regarding Gregor's situation and whether or not their son is really a roach or if they're somehow imagining that he is still somewhere inside the roach. Basically, they are trying to figure out if they are insane or not. Ryan will now be doing the contemplation null stage. So when looking at this quote, in our lives, we can see how our actions are sometimes not thought about before we do them. This leads people to try and justify their actions. We see this when Greta justifies her treatment of her brother, who she, who she thinks is a bug. Now Christian will be reviewing the final stage of the analytical process, which is invitation. This quote invites us and inspires us to think about what is burning with our actions in, in our lives. We should think about what and why and how we do things and how it impacts the burning factor in our lives. The reason Greta probably said such an uncaring thing about her brother is because she did not think before she said it. And one way that I can connect this to my life is how I did not think before I made an action in which, well, it's a long story, but to keep it short, I went to Target, I bought approximately six bags of flour for around $20. I went to the side of Target, not, not the outside where I'm not visible, but the side where everybody in the parking lot can see me. And then me and my friend decided to take these bags of flour, open them up just a little bit, and then throw them as hard as we possibly could at the side of the Target building in which we left massive flour stains. And so, after this, an employee came out, not just one of your regular red collar, not very scary employees, the six foot seven dude with the dragon tattoos and dragon ear piercings wearing all black with dyed black hair. Now, whenever he did this, it made me think to myself about how scared I was and how I should have thought before I acted. And luckily, he only banned me for a year, but, but that is not important. I have now learned to think more carefully of my decisions. And every time I go to Target, I still see the same flower stain on the side of the store, which is right next to the shopping carts. And it makes me laugh a little because in retrospect, it was funny. But 
I need to think more thoroughly through my actions before I just carelessly get myself in trouble and the next time it will likely be worse trouble than that. Yeah, this is showing the family's complete separation from Gregor. Greta has no more compassion because Gregor, in her mind, has been separated from her completely. Okay, once Gregor turned into a bug, they tolerated him for a long time. Until at a point, people kept getting disgusted by him, like maids and lodgers and everyone would leave. And after a while, his family started to get the same disgusted and annoyed by him. They decided he was really not Gregor anymore, and just a bug that didn't have any compassion or any will to live. So, they decided to not want him there anymore, since he was not Gregor anymore. Now in the end, we'd like to take a moment to give our thoughts and opinions on where the book would go if it hadn't ended. Specifically, Greta was a character who was left open-ended. Personally, I don't think Greta will go very far in life or be very successful after this experience. Due to the trauma of this experience and having to rethink of this likely every day due to how it form reforms her life, drastically changing it because she had to get a job to support her parents and couldn't fully focus and what on what she loved and was passionate about so she will likely just work a middle income job to support her parents for the rest of her life wow personally i think that greta has been through lots of trauma especially due to the fact that her brother turned into an insect but besides that i think that as long as greta tries hard enough in her life she will be able to take her family places now at the end, I would like to take a, some time to thank everybody who has listened, which is likely just Mr. Bartlett. But still, thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 78 of Textual Intellectuals. Um, we would like to see you again on our podcast very soon. Peace out from Wendy's. It's been way too long, but the, the 4 for 4, you should try it. Yep, it's pretty hot outside. Yeah, it's been like 8 hours and a half, so yeah. bye. It's